go. All right, so, as I mentioned last episode, Connor, kind of busy right now doing important things, uh, but that does not mean the content will be lacking. I'm still here. I'm still trying to figure out this micro pod kind of solo episode space, but I'm excited. We have some good football games this week coming up, and to make it all better, we've got the Panda game in like a week. We have some big matchups coming down the pipes in terms of youth sports matchups that are going to be implicating playoffs and seeding and all that jazz. Uh, first and foremost, I really want to talk about the Queens-Windsor matchup this week. Queens had uncharacteristic turnovers last week, uh, fumble, couple picks. I think that they are going to turn this around. Connor's going to hate me for it. They are going to shock the Windsor Lancers on the road and climb back to 2-2. Two and two. Windsor's going to suffer their first loss of the season. Um, I think that Vreekin and the offense are finally starting to open it up, starting to mesh. And you know what? This is fair. If, if we're going by a young quarterback kind of getting his handles uh, on an offense, on a team in the OUA, this is about the time last year that Vreekin took over. So this would be a full year for him in the system with the receivers, with the offensive line, getting to know them, getting to be more comfortable in his verbiage, in his cadence, in his rhythm. Uh, I think that Vreekin, this is the kind of offense we're going to see from Queens where they're throwing the ball for 300 yards, but also they're rooted in that run identity. Uh, sometimes you get a little too rooted away in it. But what's really impressed me this season about Queens, and I know there was a 31-point marker that Western hit last week. One of that was a defensive touchdown. Uh, and I think the last, the last drive of the game, that's a really tough spot to be in for any coordinator. They need a field goal. You obviously don't want to just give up that field goal, but you can't just sit and play prevent and stop a touchdown. So you're trying to scheme up something that's kind of happy medium. Uh, and they end up getting caught in a cover three, cut coverage, uh, corner out, right against their best DB. Nine times out of ten, that's a phenomenal spot to be in. But the tenth time is when you face Savon Magne-Jones and Evan Hillock. Uh, I think with this Queens defense, they still don't have Silas Hubert back. He's still sitting on the sidelines waiting. Uh, I don't know how close he is. I don't know if it's weeks away or days away. But they're still one of the top defenses in the country without their best playmaker. That is terrifying for me. And for this team, if they can close the gap between them and the Laurier Golden Hawks, them and the Western Mustangs, them and the Windsor Lancers, they can still get a good playoff matchup, maybe a home game, and then make some noise from there. Uh, this team... Two losses, I think, is going to sit very sour in not only Steve Schneider's mouth, but this team's mouth. And it's going to fuel them on a run that I don't think many people are seeing coming. I think a lot of people, now that Queens has two losses, are kind of saying, well, they'll have to go to Western, to Laurier, to Windsor, any combination of the two uh, in the playoffs. And that's, that's tough. But I will say... 
This team has all of the pieces, all of the leadership, all of the coaching that they need to beat any one team at any given time, in any week, in any stadium in the OUA. For Windsor, I really like this team. I think that they are rooted in a lot of good philosophies offensively. Uh, Like we heard Coach JP say to Connor in the season preview, OUA teams that win are built trenches out. And they have been everything, including that. Uh, And having Danny Skelton really come on this year has made a hill of beans for this team. But I'm going to have to pick against them this week. Uh, I am sorry. I want to pick for them. But I I just have this weird feeling that Queens isn't going to drop too straight and go even further into the hole behind the Westerns, the Lauriers. And the Windsors. All right. Other game I want to talk about, UBC Alberta. I don't think this one's going to be particularly close. I think UBC is going to run away with this football game. And here is why. Alberta, over the last few years, has had these huge, big wins where you kind of go, whoa, the Golden Bears did what? And then the next week, they come back down to earth and... They kind of land, not on their faces, but I don't know, land on one foot and have to take like a knee, like a superhero landing from Deadpool almost. This UBC team gets these Golden Bears riding high, but they get them at home, which is the biggest benefit the Thunderbirds have. It's the toughest place to travel to in Canada West. Uh, Their stadium is definitely a home point swing. We saw them take out the Huskies there last year. Uh, UBC, I said last week and I said on Tuesday, watch out for the electric offense. 56 points once again. Uh, this team is going to put that on display again. I know Tyshawn Blackburn and Justini, uh, the crew for the Golden Bears have been very strong, but I have to stick with my initial pick for the Vanier Cup, not just the Hardy Cup, the Vanier Cup. In the Thunderbirds. Uh, Rooker, Isaiah Knight, those two in the backfield create a nightmare matchup. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the strength of both of these teams. The defensive line for Alberta with Quadwo, Bohan, Riley Zafranski against, oh right, Theo Benedet, the JP Metris reigning trophy winner. And Gio Manu, who many believe is just at that level as Theo Benedet. Uh, UBC has been blessed with these two coming back this year, and it makes this team such a threat. If you can't get to Rooker with your front four or a five-man pressure, the T-Birds are going to eat you alive. And I think that's where we're heading this week. Uh, I will take any defensive front against the T-Birds offensive line. Uh, I really believe in Coach Nil and this squad to kind of, I don't want to say rebound because... Let's face it, both teams had huge wins, but keep the momentum going. Uh, Whereas Alberta, they were on the road last week. Now they've got to go back the other direction uh, from Saskatoon, back to Edmonton, back to Vancouver. It's a lot of travel. It's a lot of time zones being jumped, and you're heading into the toughest home environment in your conference with a team that is hot and rolling. Really excited for that matchup. Friday, 6 p.m., uh, X St. Mary's not so much interest. Bishops Mount A, 
could be a really good defensive game. But uh, I think there are two marquee matchups this week that we've just talked about. For other games, Carlton-Toronto could be a sneaky good defensive game with the way the Carlton Ravens and their secondary have been limiting teams. Toronto's offense has really struggled to move the ball through the air. It seems like it was Kinsale, Phillip, or bust in terms of run game and generating something in the pass game. But Kinsale, Phillip, last time we saw them play against Queens, didn't really play a whole lot in the second half. Whether it was injury or coach's decision, I'm not sure. But the Carlton Ravens offense has still moved the ball very well, uh, despite having Lefebvre come in as a first-time starter this year. The experience that he kind of accrued over the past few seasons really showing on the field now as he makes a ton of great decisions, clearly comfortable in Coach Corey Grant's and Josh Jacoby's offense. They are clicking. Uh, I said to Connor before he left for basic, this is the team that is going to start to really get a hold on people, make teams uncomfortable, and push for the playoffs. So the Carlton Ravens hosting the Varsity Blues this week are definitely going to be a threat. So, three games, three awesome schedules. Last week we had Laval, Montreal, so we can't quite get up to that level again this week in the RSEC. Laval, Concordia should be a good game as Laval looks to rebound Concordia, riding high with Olivier Waugh. Uh, Manitoba, Regina, out west at the start of the season looked like a damn good matchup. But at this point in the season, everyone is kind of wondering. Uh-oh, Regina. Are you are you sliding back just a little bit? Uh, I will say Saskatchewan has a good chance to rebound against Calgary on the road again. I like these games a lot. I'm going to round it out with one more, however, before we do go. That's Laurier and McMaster for one small reason. The quarterbacks. Actually, no, not one small reason. Two rather tall, imposing reasons, Keegan Hall and Taylor Algersma. Both of these teams have been throwing the ball as much as they humanly can. I don't think McMaster, outside of last week against uh, Guelph, has really attempted a whole lot of a ground game. They had 17 carries from their lead back last week. But for Laurier, do we think Algersma's really going to throw for five touchdowns for a third straight week. He was at six, and then he's at five. Uh, I, I kind of want to say yes, just for the sake of they're playing such good football, and it's so fun to watch him put up these video game numbers with guys like Ethan Jordan, Raiden Thorne. I don't think they had a receiver over three completions last week, <laughs> uh, but Elgersma still just keeps finding the end zone, finding Paydirt. So I'd like to say, yeah, I hope he I hope he does go ballistic again. But McMaster, after losing last week to Guelph, losing the week before uh, in such dramatic fashion, you really want this team to find their footing and get back to being the McMaster Marauders we've quite frankly gotten comfortable with over the last decade. I know the last few seasons have not been as fortunate for them, but I'm really looking forward to this weekend. I'm looking forward to all the action. Uh, of course, I will be here next week on Tuesday 
Uh, kind of hard to, to leave at this point, but I would like to thank you all for tuning in, joining me. Once again, if you have suggestions, comments, concerns, DMs are open. CF Perspective DMs are open. Enjoy the weekend of football. Enjoy the spring, summer-ish weather as we get a really warm week here in eastern Ontario. Uh, it's feeling like fall in the mornings, but the sunshine makes it go away in a hurry. Enjoy week five, four, NFL week three. Let's have ourselves a weekend. 